Welcome to another episode of Companions of Foods podcast, where we talk about our honest to goodness experience to our own journey and perspective. Today, we're back onto the topic of family in a general context. I'm your host, Amundo, and today we have two guests from last week. Alfredo's here. What's up? Carlito is here. Let's get right into it. All right. So we'll dive into the first segment. What is the definition of family? Obviously, as a family, you know, the the parent would be either married or if not married, even boyfriend, girlfriend uh, or in a relationship can still be a family as long as they live together in one household. Yep. Um, yeah, that's what I would consider family. Nice. And then obviously, also there has to be love in there as well. When I think of family, it's all about, you know, love between everyone within the householder in that unit, mm-hmm. uh, either with the parent or with the the kids mm-hmm. uh, there. Yeah. That's a very good definition. Did anyone ever tell you which people were present at your birth? Let me warm this up, right? So I remember my mom um, gave birth to me um, and then she said, uh, there's this doctor that was there to deliver me, okay? That's, that's that's how they that's how you say it, or deliver you right anyway yeah um he had a huge head he looked like an alien that's what, <laughs> that's what my mother said <laughs> my mother was so my mom was like just looking at him like his head is really really just just really shaped really weirdly in in a way that it reminded her of an alien mm-hmm. and when she's giving birth you know, she's already in such a painful like situation mm-hmm. and stressed. Uh, well, yeah, going through all that labor stuff process. And she needs someone that she needed to trust, and <laughs> and she looks up. She's him. You're kind of like, oh my god. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but he was actually a great doctor because um he did a magnificent job mm-hmm. apparently. Um, but to answer that question, um, just a doctor apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, my dad, but uh. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So, did you guys have any, like... I actually never asked my mom. I know, right? Uh, I know that I was born, like, prematurely. Like, I was supposed oh. to be born in January, but then I came... I popped out at, like... You were eager. I popped out <laughs> in December, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a month yeah. earlier. I was only, like, four pounds something, like... No way. Um, Look at you now. Yeah. Beefed up. And I have to be incubated. Big boy. Like, big boy. You're big boy. Big, big boy. Big man. Big man. <laughs> big man. <laughs> I don't think so, no. Remember, I think uh, my mom gave birth to me around 8 or 9 a.m. So oh, I was, you remember I was, your I was, time. I was a morning baby, yeah. Um, I think I remember before my mom was giving birth to me, the hospitals, I don't know which hospital it was, but it's one of the the two big ones anyway. In Dublin, right? In Dublin, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure we're all in the same hospital. Probably... Do you know the names? I, I, I know no, I'm the yeah. same one with you. Do you know the well, name? How do you know? Because you're in the same one as um, Steph. You too? I'm in the same one. Yeah. What's, told me? what's the name of the hospital? I don't know. What's the name of the hospital? I have no idea. There we go. <laughs> oh my There's god! It's, it's still there. I don't know the name, but I, I'm pretty sure we're all either born in Matter Hospital. Is it? Or maybe is it Matter or Crumlin? Crumlin? No, it's not Crumlin. <laughs> I don't think it was born. No, I, I was born in the streets, man. <laughs> I don't know which one. Anyway, um, before my mom was uh, about to go into uh, to give birth uh, into surgery into the 
what's that room called? You know where I don't know what the surgeon room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool the that, hospital yeah. was quite poor back then. It was really cold. Obviously, it's in November time, so it was quite cold. <clears throat> mm-hmm. She wasn't given any blankets or anything, so she was freezing on the the waiting table, waiting to be put in, uh, put into the room. Mm-hmm. So she was really cold. And then uh, when she gave birth to me, I was uh, I think I was healthy enough, but yeah, she was just freezing the whole time. There was no there's like no nurses there to attend <clears throat> or anything like that. So whoa, yeah. yeah, I think it happened to my mom as well. Like it was I think quite it's poor. always like short of staff. It is. Yeah, it was like, quite poor. Yeah. Whoa, it's not enough nurses. Damn. Yeah, I think I wasn't. I didn't get enough blankets either, so I was kind of cold as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, wasn't the best. But you're a cold baby. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess that's why I shiver. Remember in Kev's wedding, in the swimming. I remember. Yeah, you were. I was. His face was so pale. His lips was literally turning purple. I was like, "Thought he's gonna die." (laughs) What were you guys doing? Was, we were doing like a, it was a stag night, so we were cliff jumping, cliff jumping, and then we had to swim along the cliff. Oh, or shit. it was freezing. It's really cold. I turned around, I looked at him, I was like, he's like <laughs> dying. I was shaking on stuff. Yeah. Bro, are you okay? <laughs> it's like stag party gems, right? It's like what meant bottom. <laughs> oh, I did remember though when I was a baby, my my aunt who came from Malaysia, she bathed me in a uh, Guinness. It's, it's supposed to be for a good look, yeah. It's like a fresh, you were freshly born, <laughs> yeah. bathed you in Guinness. Guinness. Guinness yeah. So it was like a couple of months afterwards, then I was bathed in Guinness, in a tub. Yeah, yeah. what's is that like a superstitious? No, it's Asian not super, culture think, thing. No, no, I don't. I'm not too sure. It was just <clears throat> I don't know. What? What <laughs> just <wrong>? happened? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. I just remember <laughs> it though. I've never heard of these. Kind no. Of no, I don't think it's superstition thing. It's just like what's a Chinese superstition thing for freshly born babies? There's the man moon yet or something. A hundred days. No moon yet. Moon yet. Like, yeah. yeah. Or something. That's not super. That's just that's just tradition. Like, that's culture. Tradition. That's, that's yeah. tradition. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just a culture. Like, that's just how we, we celebrate. What's the purpose of it? Do you guys know? No, I think like for the superstition side, it's like a bomb. Uh, you know they have to go through all these like oh, um, the village names, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, I don't know what's that in yeah. English, um, yeah, yeah, but they yeah. have to go through the Taishan Lo like to see if your Chinese name is good, like like Chinese seers. I think that's yeah. what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they go through something. Like that. Yeah, because yeah. I also know that like um in certain villages in Hong Kong, like they would actually have uh your future born kid's name already. Like oh, okay. made up, like not already there on the account. Mm. So you you supposed to use them after, like you know what I mean? Mm. That's kind of right. what I heard too. Do you guys ever hear about that? No, mm, I don't think so. No, think so, so it's kind of like passed down to all the passed down. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. So they just go with the village tradition, and mm-hmm. that's I guess it's a very cultural thing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So were your parents strict? Were your parents? Were you? Did you guys grow up in a strict family? Hell yeah! Like my parents are really traditional. Like yeah. um, I think I actually never have I got hit before. I think maybe once by my mom. By what? Like, with, uh, a, with a belt, with, 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 with a tongue too. Like with a tongue. Yeah, tail. that's it. Oh, 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 yes. um, I wasn't as bold back then. Like I wasn't sure. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I wouldn't really like bok choy. Like, I wouldn't talk shit, like, back to my mom. I feel like that's your sister. Your sister might have done that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I actually don't know, yeah. You're a good boy. But, You're um, mama's boy. Yeah, my parents Secretly are yeah. traditional, but not super traditional. Like, you know, for most Asian parents, it's like, you're not allowed to dye your hair. 
You're not allowed yeah. to have piercings, no tattoos, oh, you've done all that, no right? smoke and all that. But I've done all of that. Like, yeah, like even my parents, um, yeah, even when I dye my hair, like my mom would be like, oh, that actually looks nice on you. I was mm. like, oh shit, I thought we were going to get Mother. rid of me. Like, and even like for piercings, yeah. I was hiding it for a week. Like I was trying to cover my ears like that while we are talking. And then um, I think my dad was like, oh, uh, you got a piercing. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, where'd you get, get it? I was like, oh, I got it in Dublin. I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, I think my most nervous moment was when I got a tattoo. My very oh. first tattoo. And then <laughs> I was wearing long sleeves for like nearly two weeks. Yeah. Were you not <laughs> I, hot, man? Because um, I got a tattoo on my arm, my first one. And I was hiding for two weeks. And I got it during the summer, which is like a bad timing, like wearing long <laughs> sleeves. Um, <laughs> and then at one time I was wearing a short sleeve. I was like, oh, f it. Like, and then during family dinner, um, my mom was like, my, my mom still didn't see it. I think she might see it, like, but she didn't say anything. And the next day I came down, I was like, oh, mom, I have something to say. And then she was like, whoa, are, are you okay? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, I just want to say it. I got a tattoo. I was like, oh, okay. Are you okay? and, and, and then she was like, what did you get? And then in the shoulder, she was like, that's way too big. And then I was like, oh, sure, what, sure, what, sure, what, <laughs> what can I do? Like, and then she was like, oh, are you going to get another one? I was like, nah. uh, I, I, was like uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Because we're Dude. all going to say that. Yeah. And um, she was like, okay, fine. And then after like a few months, I got another one. Then my sister gave a shit to me. She was pulling up my sleeve. She was like, why did you get another one? Oh, I like, Jesus. Oh, shit, I just oh. think it's really nice. Like, yeah. And then she was like, are you hooked? Like, are you addicted to this? You can't stop now. I was like, oh, f I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, after the second tattoo, like when I got my third one, they just didn't say anything point, yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. I think at that point, they just gave up to me. Yeah. Yeah. But even, when, even when uh, my sister caught me, like she found cigarettes yeah. uh, in my bedroom. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't hide, <laughs> she was giving out shit to me. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, like my parents are strict, but they're not like super strict. Yep. They are pretty chill, yeah. For education wise, they wouldn't they wouldn't always expect me to get like A's and all that. Um even if I get like a B, like they would be happy, like Or a D. They they wouldn't give out they wouldn't give out shit to me, like, you know. And um yeah, I think that's it. Like yeah. Nice. Nice. I feel like your parents were one one strict, one isn't. I feel like your mom would be strict, your dad isn't. Or could be wrong. Both were pretty strict. I think my dad was on the chill side, obviously. Yeah, both dads are chill. Good cop, bad cop, five. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, I was. Grew up with like strict parenting. Mm -hmm. There were traditional, but yeah, there was a lot of tantu and a lot of slaps there. Yeah, I've. That's where your reflexes <clears throat> came about, right? Mm -hmm. I guess you never get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It, I think it was bad. My childhood was quite bad. It was. It wasn't the best. Um, looking back over it, it's guess I'm glad it happened. Mm -hmm. It did change me in some ways, and I did learn mistakes and stuff like that. But yeah, it, it's rough, you know. Um, so I think my mom does realize that, but I think I wasn't the best child anyway there. But you know, it, it goes both ways again, you know, because they're always working, and we kind of had the freedom as well. Mm -hmm. So with more freedom, like you know there's no one there to kind of guide us in the right direction. So it was quite hard yep. as well. But, you know, 
my dad would want the the best for us anyway so he'd always just keep us happy so he he pretty much just buy whatever i really wanted nice yeah but my mom wasn't so happy about that <laughs> so it was always conflict between there yeah but then uh, with the restaurant you know with being the owner of a restaurant there's a lot of stress a lot of hassle as well so i guess you know all their stress gets released onto us because there's no one else to release they can't release onto the staff mm-hmm. or anything so i guess we were just in the there at the wrong time most of it so it's a bit unfortunate yeah yeah but uh you learn it's a huge lesson you took it <laughs> you learned the good out of it anyway like yeah but it was rough looking back over it it's quite bad you know it wasn't happy at all mm-hmm. yeah. so dark place was it it was dark yeah, yeah. but what can you do yeah. You just have to go through with it. You get stronger, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah mm-hmm. really is. Um, yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, like, everyone has stress, like, parenting. Like, uh, say if you're a restaurant owner, like, you have to look yeah. after your tax and then you have to pay your staff. So, like, shit, I don't have, like, enough income, like, to pay my bills and to look yeah. after my kids. Like, there's a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Like, and, and all that stress builds up will give you, like, a mental issue. Oh, yeah. Or even health issues, like. And as kids, we wouldn't be aware of it, you know. All yeah. you think is, like, eat, play. All I think of is my, well, when's my next Pokemon exactly, card? Yeah. Starter deck, like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no, yeah. no one there to we guide you. You really need someone there to guide you. Like, yeah. behind the back office what's actually happening yeah. they, they're they're running everything you're kind of like oh now as you grow older mm-hmm. that's why you it all makes sense to us it's like i mean we're trying to anyway you know we try to understand and those you kind of like you appreciate how they went through all that path for us you know at the end mm-hmm. um yeah i think for me like my parents were uh, no not strict at all like um literally just do whatever you want um yeah very supportive in terms of like uh yeah like you can literally do what, like whatever. As Did I your say. dad ever give out to you? Because I know your dad is super chill. Like, yeah, no, he uh, uh, give out. Um, yeah, uh, when he was a baby, probably. Maybe, maybe when yeah. you were young. Maybe I was young. Yeah, it's usually my my mother who would like uh, who would scold me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't usually get much scolding at home. Like oh, you know, you're, I, you're a good boy. I'm then. a good boy. Yeah, but okay. I usually be like Carson at the wrong place, wrong time because of my brother. Like. There's a lot of shit that happens. He does, I, and then you get, I get, you get I, taken. I get, I have, I'm at the wrong place, so I have to take it. Okay. And, th- like, for example, this, this is, like, a few years back. Like, I think my dad was giving out to my brother for something I didn't even do. Like, leave a pair of shoes out there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I just said, and he said to my dad, said to me, you, you leave your shoe there, I'm going to throw it away. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, this is my first time leaving my shoe here. What? what? I was like, so, and I was really cheeky. I was like... I throw it away then. Then I went, like, I was in the kitchen, came back out, my shoe was gone. I was like, where did it go? Oh, then I, I think you told me then this I looked before. Then the door was gone. <laughs> and then I gave out, and then he gave out to me. And then, like, it was heated. Then, yeah, like, yeah. after, like, a few hours later, because for me, I, I don't like to leave things as it is. So I was like, I went up to my dad, I apologized to him. I was like, sorry mm-hmm. for leaving my shoe. He's like, mm-hmm. and then he's like, sorry. And then he apologized too. He was like, you know, you were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. I was like, Sake, you know what I mean, but that's usually me. I'm always at the wrong place at the wrong time. But yeah, to relate and to go back on it, I'm no, they're not strict. They're really chill, literally. Um, but it's just that, like, I think that made me kind of like, like, I don't want to be too chill. So I always try to have some sort of goals in my in my life. You know, even though they don't pressure me to do things, I just like to kind of keep myself in check mm. in terms of like even just kind of like little podcasts going on right now just something to kind of keep moving with like it doesn't necessarily have to be big as in like oh become a president or whatever or like you know graduate from harvard go to a really fancy Mm -hmm. college it doesn't have to be man i think like you know just keep it sometimes 
basic and simple and just work with it and then complete it. You have to complete it. I think if you don't like something, run through the entire course and then have your thoughts on it and be like, yo, it's not for me. Mm. That's when I think you should be like, I need to switch or do something new. Mm. But don't just give up halfway. Don't, yeah, don't give up halfway and then be like, try to switch and hop in everywhere. I mean, that's my perspective on it, you know? Mm. And I think that's why I got from just my parents raising me in that kind of settings in terms of like, when you're giving so much freedom, mm -hmm. so much options, I think sometimes in life, you might just want to stick on one first. Mm -hmm. and work on it then move on to another option so that's kind of like the moral of my parenting why i got anything i could be wrong <laughs> yeah well i think yeah. for strict parents are i think it's actually good to be strict yeah because it actually kind of builds you into like um like having good manners or yeah because yeah, if i have my own kids like i would love to be strict too but not to not be too over strict like yeah I always feel like strict parents will create like sneaky rebellious kids. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Rebellious like, I think if you push them like too much, yeah, like uh, I think that would be a bit too much for them, like to handle. Yeah, but um, it's always good to like give out because at the end of the day, like we want the best for them. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I want that rapport as well. Like for my future kids, like that as in like. You know, if they smoke or whatever, like that's I be be honest. I want them to be honest. I don't want them to be like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty packs. <laughs> what do you mean not? What, what the hell? Yeah, like just straight up say you are, and mm -hmm. that's okay. It is street parent. It's a lot of, it's a it's a kind of like um, you know, good and bad in terms of like how it might put you in a different pathway, mm -hmm. and then like there's this quote I actually saw on Facebook or LinkedIn, I don't know where I saw. So an alcoholic dad um, has two twin son, okay? Mm -hmm. The alcoholic dad passed away, so the two twin son grew up. Um, then one of them took on the path and became an al alcoholic like his father. Mm. And then an interviewer asked, why'd you do that? Because, and then he said, because I saw my dad. You know, I witnessed my dad doing that. And then the other kid said, uh, I will never take a sip of alcohol. And then the interview was like, why'd you, why are you doing this? Because he was like, because I witnessed my dad. Mm -hmm. So ultimately what that story is, there's always a choice. You know, perspective is there. Mm -hmm. How you were treated is there. Like, you know, what, what you go through with your family, what you go through in life, it's mm -hmm. always there. But there's always two outlooks in life or even more. Mm -hmm. It's just depending on how you roll with it. Mm -hmm. You want to go with the bad side. Mm -hmm become that person you hate mm -hmm. or choose the other side and maybe it's hard to to go that way mm -hmm. but it will create a good result at the end so that's kind of what i took so um yeah i guess kind of like relating with family and stuff you know family problems and yeah so on and so forth that's something it's all out there what would your parents say or do if you didn't finish some of your food that's a good one yeah ah, it's like yeah like um i guess it's a good um parenting mm -hmm. so you're actually not wasting your food because uh i remember back then when i was younger like when you're eating rice even if you have like um well say like five or ten like say little, little grains yeah, yeah 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 little grains left on the bowl my mom would give out shit to me she was like Ooh. 
Oh, you better finish that. Like, are you going to get your ass whooped tonight? <laughs> <laughs> we all get our ass whooped yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Yes. But then, like, as you progress longer, like, in life, you kind of understand, like, why, why? she's doing it. Like, yeah. everything kind of makes sense in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically not wasting any food. And, yeah, because I know a lot of, like, even if you look at a lot of kids these days, eating, like, rice or noodles and... And even, like, they get really picky in what they eat. Yeah. But my mom would feed me whatever the fuck she wants. Like, she wouldn't be like... You have no oh, choice. It's like, oh, Leia, Leia, or yeah. or no food for tonight. I was like, oh, f***. And then you do your crying thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like, oh, oh. But then she wouldn't oh, care anyway. Yeah, she doesn't care. It's my so, yeah. it's kind of good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just walk out the tongue, too. Like, tongue, yeah. Because yeah. back then, I don't Have like... Have you gone? Um, I don't like fu gua, you know, bitter. Uh, bitter yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, bitter that's a 50-50. It's quite hard. Yeah. And um, I also don't like... What do I not like eating? Um, cheese. <laughs> cheese. Back then, let me see. I can't remember, like, ginger... Or something, uh, or, or, good ch- stuff. or chonga. I can't remember. Oh, like, yeah. But then um, now, now I like them. I actually don't mind eating yeah. them. Like I wouldn't push it away. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't suggest ordering it. Like yeah. But if but it's there, I, I don't mind. Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm not that picky in eating. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that's it. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. To pick back off that, like um, yeah. When I was like young, like in our bowl, like if it was like. The same as you, if there's little grains left. I think I remember my mom saying, oh, each grain that's left will represent how much spots you're going to get if you don't finish it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, crap. Did, you, get, did, oh. You, leave, did you leave some grains? Oh, there? you know me. I'm a big boy. Of course, I leave nothing behind. I yeah. think that message was actually sent, sent to Nelson because I never left anything. Okay. <laughs> everything was, I, I destroyed everything. Did you get, <laughs> did you get spots then? Uh, oh, I did. I, I always get spots in my forehead. Oh, really? I say it? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Maybe because I... You didn't finish I everything didn't finish then. You didn't it. lick no, the whole bowl. I didn't lick the whole bowl. You didn't bowl. lick all yeah, the sauce yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but... I actually heard like a different story. Like, uh, same with the face thing. Like, if you leave like a few grains of rice, you're going to get like a... Um, like a really spotty wife. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's what I heard. I was like, no, I don't want to get a spotty See, wife. <laughs> there's loads of these ch- Asian... Uh, I don't know what do you call this. Asian, like... um. Superstitious, superstitious, right? This yes, is yeah, yeah. Asian superstitious, yeah. yeah. Chinese household superstition, <clears throat> um, which they were told to you when you're young, and then, you know, be it true or whatever, like true or false, like it really does kind of make you think twice and makes you, you know, I'll, I'll eat everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which is, I think, is good. It's, it's good and bad parenting. I think it's only when you grow up, you kind of like, wow, that strategy really worked mm-hmm. and it left the mark on me. <laughs> I can't sleep properly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, hundred percent because it does get, uh, make you take care of like um, be grateful of everything. Exactly, the food. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be wasting food because there is people that um, can't even get like a bowl of rice. Mm-hmm. But the parents is literally teaching you the meaning of mm-hmm. each grain and the value of the food and you know what what it is to just like the whole process. They you want learn the best it. for you. They, they do. Want, you know all the nutrition. It's a thing. huge lesson mm-hmm. if you can learn it. <laughs> Yeah, it's something stupid that you think about it, but it's yeah. that something simple that you need to learn. Like yeah. you always yeah. need to. But it is hard because we were kids. You know, we'd want all the sugary stuff. We'd all want the crisps or <sighs> the ice cream or the pizza or the mm-hmm. you know, all the fried the stuff. Good stuff. But like all the nutrition, like all the the veg, all the fruits. It's kind of hard for us to to get used to because we kind of follow the crowd of your mates, like, the, isn't it? The, the guys in school, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. all the the Irish boys and um, just the the Western kids here, they just have 
oh yeah I'm, I'm having a burger for lunch like what the flip I'm having like curry or <laughs> where'd you get this what's this what's, what's that the, smell what's that smell it's not oh, so it's fish <laughs> Never bring salmon or fish. <laughs> or tuna. I remember my mom used to love getting me tuna. Can tuna or legit? No, like tuna and then tuna put steak. it onto sandwiches. Oh, oh really? But that was that, like, it's so healthy as it well. Is, but it I, is. The, just the smell of it. I it know. It puts yeah. people off. Oh, Especially yeah. when you microwave things. Like. Yeah. It's like, what's that smell? Uh, it's Looking back, it's like, it, it's fish. It's normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'd all eat, like, you know, like, they'd all eat, like, crackers and, like, you know, basic stuff. And just like, yeah. why can't I have that moment? And my mom's like, well, it's because it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're eating it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, we just eat this one. Mm-hmm. It's like, I remember back then, my mom would force me to eat anything and I have to eat it. So, for example, cheese. So she made cheese toasties for me. <laughs> I said, I can't tolerate cheese. I can't, I, I, once I eat cheese, I just don't like it. It just puts me off. I knew straight away. And she just, nope, you're going to have to eat it. You're going to have to finish it. I'm like, I'm going to get sick. But she forced me to eat it. I was like... Okay, took one bite, literally got sick on the plate. <laughs> and then my mum came in and was like, what happened? I was like, I told you so. <laughs> did, she, she, did she make you no, uh, no, eat, she, eat, 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 eat your vomit? vomit. <laughs> 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 that is disgusting. At that time when I told her that, she goes, okay, now I believe you. I was like, I have yeah. to go through all that torture just to make her believe I can't... I, it's not like I don't want to eat it. It's just a cat. It just puts me off. <laughs> I bet your sister Chloe's like, <laughs> yeah. Look at me, I'm thin. <laughs> Damn, cheese. Yeah, uh, you. That's something like from me. Biggest kryptonite, man. It's like pretty much apart from pizza, I can eat it on pizza. That's what I mean. Yeah, because pizza's say. got loads of toppings and it covers the cheese. So if it's extra cheese, then I can't eat it because mm. I can taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but pizza does loads of sauces and stuff. Like on that. for the record, for people who's listening, he does not have an allergy with cheese. He just hates cheese. Well, I I do throw up and get sick. That's fine. That's not to... an allergy. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Maybe you do have an allergy. Who knows? Uh, maybe you do. Uh, yeah, maybe true, true. I don't know. Let's not take it too, 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 <laughs> too far here. Just don't force feed me and I'll be okay. Yeah. Ever fight like with with your family? Like, how would you ever solve it? Like, how would you fix that kind of problem? Mm, good question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough one. You know. Again, I think this is from my perspective. Um, so, depending on the severity of the argument, you know, if it's like you know something small as in like um your your mom's giving out because you didn't clean your room or your your dad's giving out to you didn't clean your room you know maybe just clean your room <laughs> you know <laughs> but then if we're looking at face something severe as in you've done something outrageous um got yourself in trouble or, or something like that then your your parents are yelling at you um the yelling at you it's not because they're giving out to you it's because they worry about you for someone to to really yell at you and really go to that extreme level you know you have to understand it's because they are so worried mm. that's why they went to that extent to express that emotion i mean you know you could argue that you know why can't they just talk to you normally or calmly but just for this example let's go with that you know they didn't they yelled at you your mom and dad yelled at you um, and didn't even look into your perspective. I think at that point, there's no point of going head to head, to head with a situation mm-hmm. and just trying to like see who's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Stand there. My dad always said, you know, um, there's a Chinese saying, um, uh, 
That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, because he was like saying like, <laughs> that's really gangster. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. proper, that's proper guac. But no, you did say that to me once. And I think like, like my dad's a very righteous person, you know, in that way. I think, you know, it's kind of like a bit cringe with all those like little sayings, but mm-hmm. it really does make an impact to me because like I really hold firm to what he says a lot when it comes to really wise stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you're wrong, admit you're wrong. But if you're right, stand firm to it. Mm-hmm. And by all means, you don't need to prove to you, your entire family about the situation. You know, it's mm-hmm. between you and your dad or you and your mom. So long story short, in regards to how to resolve, um, it, it again, it depends on the situation. But, you know, always be calm and just listen first before reacting. Um, and then afterwards, if you after the whole situation is escalated or diffused, then maybe talk to them properly again about bringing back up. Be like, yo, you know, a few days ago this happened. Mm-hmm. Start with a sorry. It's mm-hmm. it's just sometimes I, it's not that hard to just say sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say sorry, you know? Mm-hmm. And for you to be right or wrong, it's okay to just say sorry, mom and dad. Um, you know, but this is what happened that day. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but like, I think like just sorry, it'd be like, you know, like just explain your situation and then if they still don't understand you know at least you've done your side mm-hmm. and that's it and leave it there mm-hmm. um so that's personally how i would usually resolve anything at home mm-hmm. if that's the situation but yeah. always communicate it's, it's very important because mm-hmm. they don't know what's happening in your life you know they i mean they see you in the house but if you don't communicate with them all they do is they they think about it of course they're human you know at the end mm-hmm. how much we see them as super mom super dads they they still go through what we go through too. Mm-hmm. So uh, especially where they're like sons or daughters and stuff like that, you know, you, you just have to kind of like, um, I guess, be extra patient mm-hmm. in terms of just trying to explain yourself or even just looking at the situation. And because uh, at the end, all they want is the best for you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the, that's the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Whatever there is, whatever is at the moment, yeah, it hurts or or it's harsh, but it's it's there for a reason, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah. Work, whatever works with you, mm-hmm. like. But that that's what worked for me, as in like just to, you know, take your time, then talk to them afterwards, bring up your side of the story, and then can you share more about why you think you said those things? Why did you say those? Just have a bit more conversation, conversation, keep the flow going, mm-hmm. and to really truly understand each other a bit more and it might not go that way it might go that way but no you never know until you actually talk mm-hmm. so i think it's very important to communicate mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i think like as humans um it's always really difficult for us to admit that we're wrong because yeah, like I, everyone has pride yeah. and some people are really stubborn say if like you did something wrong like you know you're wrong and then your mom gave out to you <laughs> then you backfired her like mm-hmm. and then you're like shit i shouldn't have said that you know yeah. and um yeah it's funny because back then when i whenever i have a disagreement with my mom and um, <laughs> i got it we argued a lot and um yeah after like a few hours i i tend to like um just to kind of ease the situation a bit more say if she's like cooking and then i'll just go to her i was like what do you imagine a message i'm lawyer you know just to kind of ease yeah, off that yeah, kind yeah. of situation like i always think um 
if you make the situation awkward, it's going to be awkward. But if you kind of ease a bit, um, like everything will be fine. Like, you took don't, the first don't, step, don't, basically. Don't take yeah. yeah, I always take the first step. Like, yeah, yeah. Whenever we like have an argument, and I will always step in, like just make jokes or whatever. Just pretend like nothing has ever happened. Yeah. Like uh, if it's nothing, if it's only minor stuff, like I usually, I usually just do it this way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. And if it's something serious, then how would you usually handle those situations? Or... I don't know. I never really had a serious situation. Um, yeah. yeah, like, I don't know, actually. <laughs> then we'll get back to it. If, yeah. if that ever happens, we'll pot it up. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, say if, yeah. I gr- say if I get like a girl pregnant or something, I wonder what my parents would say Ooh, to me. Like, like, my boy! <laughs> your dad would be like, my man! And your son your <laughs> mom would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mom would be like, <sighs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I never had a serious argument like my family. It's always like minor stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say when we argue, it it gets quite heated mm. in that sense. Mm. And then I'd probably be the same as Alfred. I'd leave her for like probably a few hours or if, if it's that bad, I'd probably leave her for probably a few days. Um, Not mention about her or anything like that. A few hours, but then just kind of just kind of shrug it off and just kind of forget about it and just talk about something else. You know, there's no point in holding it back. Um, but if you're some parents, like my parents, my mom... Some parents are quite stubborn. Mine are somewhat stubborn. So, like, if you're gonna bring back the the argument again, it's just gonna keep going back and mm-hmm. forth. So, the mm-hmm. best resolution would be just to just leave it as it is and just move on with it. There's no point going back for it mm-hmm. unless if it's something that can be discussed. Then you can bring it back slowly. But yeah, it would be best to probably give it some time away. Not just it's fine to just argue because argument is what you think in your head, and it's it's good to just whatever comes in your thought just to say it out to them that they might not even know about um yeah i guess you know arguments are a bit different from back then and now back then you just argue over i don't know what you would argue over but (laughs) modern days you can argue argue over about over anything yeah this stage Mm -hmm. and i guess again with like talking in our time we will probably just argue with our parents just because of they're still living in the old ways and they think the olden ways compared to how we think of it now i guess there's loads to it but i guess um you know parents are only only arguing because they want the best for you anyway at the end of it they may not be right they might not be right but they always just think they're they might they might think they're right but they're not always going to be right that's just Mm -hmm. the they're just still living in the past they haven't caught up with the Mm -hmm. future now yeah we're probably more up to date with some things and we're correcting them but they Mm -hmm. can't take it as feedback they take as criticism and they think you're attacking <laughs> yeah. them yeah yeah relates so, to my parents as well yeah. yeah so that's where we kind of have to kind of just teach them mm-hmm. um so it's just a bit more patience on both sides to it really again you know as kids modern days like right now kids who are like i don't know 12 14 they, they might experience it differently where it's oh you talk my playstation way because you've been playing too long <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. while we're talking about something completely different you know i kind of depends on the scenario and situation but at the end of it it can be dissolved and depends on how your parents are if they're stubborn then give it a probably a a few hours and then just talk about something else there's no point re-escalating it or re Mm -hmm. or just mentioning that again just leave it be if they can take criticism and they're and they're willing to take feedback in then you can just discuss it with them Mm -hmm. but that's the only way to it but 
arguments are just always going to be there no yeah. matter what yeah. you can't stop it anyway if there's no arguments and there's something wrong in your family that, that's yeah. just it you can't stop it but you can like basically how you handle it is the important part and again you know just if it happens you know if you do need to react just calmly because if you're going to react hard against it it's just going to create a whole new it's like fire with fire <laughs> learn my lesson from that yeah. what you say <laughs> no what you say <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but I, something you mentioned earlier like one thing my dad said was like you know with the whole age that's like with the whole kind of like with generation that's happening now with society and things like that mm. he was saying you know sometimes we have taught you while we all we no he was saying as a parent like we taught you all we can mm-hmm. and you've grown up now the rest is up to you <laughs> well no basically it was like sometimes we need to actually turn it around and learn from you mm-hmm because you're now living in the society. You're living in the time now. Mm-hmm. And not to say their time is over, but yeah, they yeah. don't do as much within the current situation in the society. So it's like, for example, why he said that is because like with technology, Zoom meetings, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, mm-hmm. we're living in that era, you know what I mean? And he needs help on that. Mm-hmm. And that's what he means. He needs to learn from us now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it goes both ways at the end. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about if, if your parents aren't stubborn, that's a hard cookie to crack. But um, but I think as long as you play your part well and just really just be calm and patient in terms of like doing your due diligence in terms of all those things, it can be resolved properly. I think at the end, no matter what, things can always be to a certain degree can be resolved if mm-hmm. you are able to just be calm and just kind of like be patient about it and actually sincerely put in the heart to help them. Yeah. yeah like yeah. at the end of it actions speak louder than words so if you can't speak with your parents properly or they're both stubborn then just you know perform actions to show them that yeah. you, you can do it you know so they can see it that it's proof that you you can do this if if they start you know i don't know for example if they start giving out to you just for staying in the room for too long well actually you're in your room doing a project or something maybe you're not actually gaming you're doing something yeah you're doing you're looking at other things you're doing programming you're doing coding you're developing a web you're looking at how to cook then show them that you know then Mm -hmm. then they'll realize it but i guess yeah just perform actions and they'll probably understand it more Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so what kind of advice like would you give to our audience on how to build a better relationship with your family yeah, I think really simple for me. Communication mm-hmm. and patience. Yes, sir. Just those two. Mm-hmm. I think key, and I'll just elaborate a little bit on that. Um, don't keep everything yourself. Mm-hmm. No, just communicate, talk to them. Mm-hmm. Let them know, like, as in, like, just say job, like, for example, work was tough. You know, leave it there if you want. Yeah, um, yeah. Just keep, just keep a conversation. Don't leave them in the dark mm-hmm. and then patience you know what that means is um they might sometimes want to yell at you or scold you mm-hmm. be patient with it you know try to understand why maybe mm-hmm. it's something that i'm you're not doing well like for myself maybe i'm just sitting here not cleaning the place maybe that's why they're angry mm-hmm. um or flip it around if they need help i'm still working on it if they still need help on certain things um help them with it mm-hmm. you know don't be like i already told you you're supposed to remember your password <laughs> I always say that. You're like, supposed to remember it. You're I like, don't know your oh, password. You not know your password. It's like, come on, man. Dude, oh, every day. But oh. those are my two advice. Okay, communication and patience. Work with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Same what Amy was saying, but um, going on holidays together with parents oh, does help. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, 
you know, going back home to Malaysia, Hong Kong for me definitely helps get to know the culture a bit more. But get to know, you know, because that's when your 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 parents are from. They're mm. they're more happy yeah. bearing being in their own home. Mm-hmm. Ireland is only their temporary home. Just they want the best for us, so that's why they're here. They do like Ireland, but they'd still call home Malaysia, Hong Kong, or mm. Hong Kong for for the parents, you know. And um, just going on holidays is nice. Like I think, just doesn't have to be short, doesn't have to be long, but just going on holidays is nice with the parents you get to like you get to like just kind of stress-free just enjoy the holidays just pick a place to eat look at scenery go visit places you know just less fighting if your parents want to go there then just let them go there you know mm-hmm. i think hol- going on holidays does help a lot mm-hmm. especially on cruise ships actually uh, i've actually never been on say i really want to like, you've I, been right i've been on yeah. the, I've, been, I've been like two or three times now i've actually been a few times now and it's 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 fun. It really is really really fun. You you yeah. build that really family bond in there, because like it's there's like you should worry, but there's nothing to really worry being on the cruise ship. You just kind of go with the itinerary plan. Mm-hmm. If you want to go visit this, then you can go visit. And then there's lots of planning, but at the end of it, you kind of have to include your family. If your parents don't want to go there because it's a bit extreme, like I don't know mountain mountain biking or. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, uh, roller coaster rides, and your parents don't want that. But kind of go with the flow with your parents. They're more interested in the history. They want to see buildings and stuff. Then just try it out, you know. And it's it's kind of like you know, relationship wise, because you kind of want to see what your parents are into and what they want to do, you know. Just do everything before it's too late, anyway. Mm. But um, holiday for me works a lot. Um, you know, family dinners do help a lot. You know, even when you move out of the house, always have family dinners always include them in it for me like it's pretty much the same like um from you guys like communication is key and patience and i think like dinner is really important as well like back then when we were young they always treat us to something nice and having like having dinners in restaurants and stuff um i think it's really important nowadays like um to treat them dinner Mm -hmm. like once in a while like um, I know for COVID now everything like is not open yep. um, during this lockdown, so you can buy them something small: McDonald's, Burger King, KFC. Like I did that last week, they were happy as hell. They're like, "Well, hold on, must I go KFC?" <laughs> so happy, like right. I was like, "Oh, yeah." <sighs> then you're just like, oh, "I'm just being a good boy," yeah. like you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's all the smallest things that you yeah. can do for them that. It really makes is. them super happy. Like you don't have to bring them to like a super fancy restaurant, like spending four digits on a meal. Like yep. you know, it's always something small Just that small makes things. them happy. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. And another thing is something that I need to learn is, like after coming back um, home from work, like all that pressure and stress that gives you. Like for me, sometimes I take it out on my mom. Say if she's asking me something, I just become like really sensitive. Like I get triggered to like the smallest thing. It's like she's like um, uh, something simple like um, oh, think I like uh, come to more side boy. Why? Your patient meter. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely have no patience, but it's something simple like that triggers me. Yeah. But I know sometimes um, I kind of need to step back and think about like actions, like my actions, who actually like eventually would hurt my mom like yeah because she'd be like oh shit why is my son doing that to me like you know that mm. kind of way that's something that i need to improve on basically mm-hmm. it kind yeah. of yeah it kind of relates to you know just to wrap everything up that mm. parents you know do get stressed out and they do release their anger on the kids but i guess when you work 
you kind of release that back on their parents and you yeah. kind of reflect the and you circle see continues yeah it continues like it, yeah. they're not doing it on purpose they're not doing it you know on purpose by accident that you're just there at the bad time and mm-hmm. and it happens to us because work gets so stressed out and we just kind of we're still still so stressed out that our mom is is still questioning and we just suddenly just unleash on them so it just mm-hmm. happens like that unintentionally yeah, yeah. it is mm-hmm. so that's yeah. where it comes from both ways mm-hmm. yeah but to all your moms and dads out there you guys are the real heroes we wouldn't be here without you guys so mm-hmm. shout out to my mom my dad and my sister love you guys yeah shout sir. Out to the fam. yes sir Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Show some love by liking and subscribing to my channel, Companions of Fools, on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at Companions of Fools and feel free to drop me some questions or topic you want me to cover on Twitter at Companion of Fool One. Have a good day or night wherever you're listening from, but most importantly, stay safe. See you guys. Yeah. Friends. Mm-hmm. Well, Friends, in my opinion, are like there's always three types, and um, there should be like real friends, there's fake friends, and friends of benefits. <laughs> 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 <laughs>